Happy Cinco de Mayo, amigo. Uh, yeah, well, it's May 6th now, so we're both recovering a little bit from Cinco Yeah, but, you know, we, we didn't do it beforehand, so I think I could still say Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. It's fair. Dan, my question to you is, how many times have you worn a sombrero while having Feliz Cumpleaños on tea sung to you at a Mexican restaurant? Mm, I don't think I've ever had that. Oh, Zero. my gosh. This yeah. is so sad. Like I've I've never worn the sombrero. Maybe well, once. All right. No, um, I don't know. I, think, you, uh, I assume you have. Oh, absolutely. Uh absolutely. At least twice. Um, and I think we know what we're doing for your birthday this year. Do you even know when my birthday is? Are you gonna put me on the spot like that? Mm-hmm. Um uh is it in November? No, but anyways, we'll just continue on, pretend this never happened. Great. And just well anyway. Anyway, what we're going to talk about today is uh, our good friend, the country to the south, Mexico, and some of the supply chain uh, aspects that are prevalent in today's world specific to Mexico. So, Dan, um, there's there's been a recent trend. And because of some of the uncertainties that are going on in Southeast Asia, uh, we are starting to see and are continuing to see more and more companies uh, bring Mexico into the fold when it comes into the supply chain. Why do you think this is happening? Yeah, it's a, there's a few reasons behind it. One is, and this actually surprised me dating back to 2014, that labor costs in Mexico are actually cheaper than they are in China. I don't know if, Will, if that surprised you uh, during your research, but that caught me a little bit off guard a little bit, just have how much, how cheap the, the uh, labor wages are there. Yeah, that I didn't. I had an idea that they were close, but I I was surprised to see not only were they less, but they had been um, it had been surpassed like 2014, 2015. Yeah. So that I mean, that's just an attestment to the rising economic stature of China. And as they continue to bring more and more people to the middle class. Yeah. I mean, infrastructurally, like China manufacturing is probably still superior than it is in Mexico. But one other aspect that really helped these last, I mean, four years, but more so in 2016, when tariffs were introduced into into uh, imports from China. So the U.S. companies who were importing from China had to pay, say, plastics 25% on, on that level. Well, through Mexico, part of NAFTA, uh, no free trade zone, you don't have to worry about tariffs. So there's one way around that. So your unit economics are a little bit cheaper. Anecdotally, I know some apparel companies that have produced in China, shipped and kitted in Mexico, so fulfilled it in Mexico, and then brought it up uh, through the border as well. So just another way of keeping unit economics down. But what we're seeing now is some pretty prominent businesses starting to announce some partnerships in Mexico as well. Well, just want to give some highlights here on some some companies that, of recent news that have um, started shifting their manufacturing capabilities to Mexico? Yeah, so I, I think recently we've seen two big things. One, uh, Nissan is um, expanding in terms of the factory there where cars are one of the major um, exports that are in car parts that are coming uh, from Mexico into the U.S. Uh, Mattel is expanding their footprint from a toy manufacturer and effectively creating a large 
um, factory, their largest that they have here on the planet, and they're going to do it there in Mexico. And then lastly, um, there is a company who is partnering with Tesla that would look to do battery production uh, for their vehicles, even though the deal isn't closed yet. Um, but keeping that available to them where they're seeing so much growth on the Tesla side and needing support, you know, some of their new vehicles that are coming out. Um, it, it makes sense to have something pretty close by. Yeah. And it's also, hasn't been like all rosy in manufacturing in Mexico as well. Like just high level. I mean, inflation's a near four year high manufacturing sector as a whole has contracted for now the 26 straight months. So that's putting us exactly when COVID outbreaks started hitting, especially when it shut down the U.S. in that March uh, timeframe of 2020. So we have that uh, juggle as well, but also the recent news around uh, trucks going over the border. And there's been some disputes with Texas just because of more inspection. So they've had, and that causes supply chain disruption. So they've had to reroute through California, Arizona, New Mexico. So there's still some hurdles on that side as well. Um, but Mexico as a whole, infrastructurally, educationally, is starting to become a more prominent player in the manufacturing space. Yeah, and I, th I think it's important to know that where Mexico, from a manufacturing perspective, is really flourishing is among the five border states that area that are coming and touching the U.S. So when you think of places like Chihuahua, New Leon, those places are the ones that are doing very well because they're within that short period of time to support the manufacturing facilities as they're coming across the border. To your point, Dan, you know, where you're seeing a little bit of the struggle is in the places that would be further closer to Mexico City or around that area because they're still having to make that six to seven hour trip as they go and get across the border. So those are the places when you think of like San Luis Potosi and some of the other places outside of there. Um, overall, I think when you think of the North America Free Trade Agreement and even the most recent one that was signed by the um, Trump administration that has a slightly different name to it, that's also coming into play and in how you're seeing now certain labor wages and practices are needing to be elevated in order to honor those agreements. And so it's also becoming more and more desirable for places to come into Mexico and take advantage of those agreements. So I've never personally, I've never been to Mexico. So if any of you listeners have this a manufacturing, sad. I know have a manufacturing plant in Mexico, I'm going to maybe like take me on a quick little visit, check it out. Be a great first experience into Mexico, but yeah, I've, I plan to go, but I've never been to Mexico yet. Um, it's a beautiful country. It yeah. has amazing, some would say the best food, and I would be on that train. Um, and it's warm, you know, you, you don't, you're not having to worry about freezing all the time. It's yeah. a nice place. Dan, and, I feel like uh, that's our next trip. So safety stop next episode uh, coming from. The beaches of Puerto de Playa or Tulum. We'll figure it yeah. out. And, uh, you know, if you have any suggestions where should we should stay or about what the next uh, thing you want us to talk about, reach out to us at hello at anvil.com. That's A N B Y L.com. And we look forward to hearing from you.
And Will, your birthday's in July, just for the record. I knew when your birthday was, but we'll talk to you guys next week. 